With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bonjour. Hello and welcome to So French, the show about the twists and turns, intrigues and insights to all things French. Every two weeks, we select the best, most interesting and fascinating of French news stories, all brought to you from a studio in the heart of Paris. I'm Stéphane Vries. And my name is Sarah Bachelson. And this week, the mystery of the babies born without arms, a new health scandal and a possible cover-up by authorities. We'll talk you through the story that's grappling France. And making fun of the president can be a lucrative business. Tens of thousands of euros go to migrants and homeless people, thanks to Emmanuel Macron's best or worst quotes. But first, united we stand, divided we fall, or I don't know, uh, after Scotland and Catalonia, another independence referendum. This one is not as you know not as covered no. in media one could say and uh, maybe also because not. it's taking part of the other side of the world exactly yeah. probably uh, it's nonetheless quite important um uh well we're saying it's yeah it's taking place very far away yeah it's about the far away territories of new caledonia um where do you say <laughs> where is new caledonia well i actually have had to have a look, look uh, quite a few times at the map to <laughs> To find this place, it's it's a French island territory in the southwestern Pacific. It's at eighteen thousand kilometers wow. from Paris. Nonetheless, uh, French. Uh, it's it lies off the Australian east coast, and you know, sort of north of <laughs> yeah, New literally Zealand. in the middle of nowhere. One could say, well, yeah. Um, but that also means that most French people have never visited New Caledonia, and most New Caledonians have never been to the French mainland. Yeah, incredible. Um, And what's interesting is that according to the United Nations, this is one of just 17 colonies on the planet left. Uh, So it's technically France's last colony. And part of the list where the UN says it should be decolonized. Exactly. And uh, of course, this term is politically sensitive. But this weekend, the New Caledonians... Uh, they can choose for independence or not. Are they going to become an independent country or will they stay uh, connected to France? Um, it is an island, a group of islands actually, home to about 270,000 people. Um, 39% of them are indigenous Melanesians. Uh, they're known locally as Canucks. And 27% are descendants of French settlers. Uh, they are called Caledonians. Well, they're also called Caledonians. Uh, Caldax, I think, Caldax yeah. or Caldax. Um, yes. And the Canucks, so the indigenous people, they're actually, their part of the population is is uh, decreasing uh, year after year. So there are fewer and fewer Canucks uh, as part of the yeah. main population. But yeah, so they are, they are allowed to, on this weekend, vote on their um, future 
relationships with France. As we're recording this, of course, we don't know what the result will be. It looks like, it has been looking like uh, through the polls, that most people will vote to remain French. But this this is, of course, a very uh, sensitive issue, and it has a quite bloody history, this referendum, because in the 1980s, uh, there was uh, quite a few people who died during um, clashes between the French authorities and those who wanted independence. This led to a lot of negotiations and eventually to uh, a peace treaty, a treaty that the Nomea Accords, it's called, uh, was from the, the main city, uh, Nomea. And, um, and in these accords, there was... Uh, this uh, independence referendum set out. And so that's why they're holding it now. And we will see what was going to happen. But, you know, those who want to, well, those who want to remain, of course, claim that, you know, the French connection has given them uh, an advantage. Yeah, yeah. It is, of course, um, an important uh, geo uh, strategic uh, island because it's close to Australia and China, uh, the new... Uh, center of world power or which is why i think french went there from the beginning yeah. because they were worried that there was too much british influence in that part of the world the brits had already colonized australia and parts of other other islands in the area so that's why the french went there to sort of balance the, uh, <laughs> balance <laughs> the, power. the power yeah they took a couple of uh, but i mean islands. of course yeah for france of course it was it was important to to have some kind of base in yeah. that part of the world and then there's the fact that uh, um, new caledonia has a quarter of the nickel uh, reserves um, and nickel is an important part of um, electronics so um, all our cell phones and i think yeah. all our uh, electronic devices have a some nickel, yes, indeed. So, um, so that's important. But um, yeah, um, it, it's strange that here in France, on the mainland, or as they call the France Metropole, uh, there's not a lot of talk about this independence or about this referendum. Do you think the French don't really care about what's going on there? Well, it is covered in media in one way, but I don't hear people talk about it generally in the streets or in the cafes it's not it's not a main topic no i don't think people really care to be mm -hmm. honest i don't think it feels for people that if the caledonians would vote to become an independent state that they would that france would actually lose a main uh part of its uh of yeah. its territory or of its you know identity yeah and and then even if they will lose it there's still French Polynesia, also in the same neighborhood, well, <laughs> in the Pacific Ocean. So France will keep a, a presence. But you do there. have some politicians uh, <laughs> campaigning very intensely for New Caledonia to remain uh, French, which are uh, Marine Le Pen, oh. uh, one of them, and Laurent Wauquiez, the uh, leader of the uh, Conservative Party, the Républicain. Both of them have been actually visiting New Caledonia ahead of these, this referendum and very strongly uh, pronouncing themselves in the favor of uh, them to remain uh, French. And Macron, Emmanuel Macron, the French president, even him, while well, he was a candidate to the presidency, said that he thought that New Caledonia should remain French. Now, as a president, he says it's not his job to... Uh, to to interfere, so he has been remaining very very neutral in this whole in this whole story. Yeah, and uh, well, as you said, the polls estimate that the uh, that the majority will vote against independence. The polls latest polls showed sixty between sixty and seventy five percent. Um, the results will be known on Sunday, um, so November the fourth, 
around 1 p.m. Uh, in French uh, local time. And at that moment, President Macron will give a statement on t television. But it looks like uh, Nouvelle-Calédonie will stay part of France, right? For now. For now. And uh, now, at the helmet of this French Republic, with or without New Caledonia as part of it, um, a very tired president, apparently. What's it all about? Yeah, Emmanuel Macron, uh, allegedly, uh, he needs some rest. So the, the Jupiter, the, the, the god of the gods, the king of the gods, he needs some rest because he has been working too hard. Um, now, uh, it's, it's basically... Um, Rumors, because he decided this week to uh, hold the Council of Ministers on Tuesday, and usually it's always on Wednesday morning. So he was able to take a couple of days of rest in Normandy uh, on the coast, because apparently he is very tired. Um, and this, I mean, you know, yeah, <laughs> and this has caused, stirred some controversy. Absolutely. I mean, he's young, of course, well, relatively young, only 40 years old. And he gives has this image of this invincible, um, like a Duracell uh, rabbit going on and on. You know, my kids, they're exhausted come, come autumn break as well. And I mean, they're very <laughs> energetic, yeah. you know, uh, most of the time. Uh, don't we all need a break one time? Yeah, I think in November, it's especially, you know, it becomes cold, the days are shorter. Maybe this has to do with this as well. But uh, the French media, uh, they, they took it very seriously. They have speculated that he was very... Uh, well, too tired, um, that he was maybe too tired to, to continue governing. Um, uh, the daily newspaper, Le Parisien, reported that uh, several unnamed, they're always unnamed, of course, <laughs> confidence of Macron are worrying that he uh, works so much and that he almost never sleeps. Um, he has physically But this, wasn't this part weight? of his strength from the beginning, that yeah. the, the man who yeah. never sleeps, that he needs only four hours of sleep. That was part of his strength, and now it's part of his weakness. Yeah, apparently. Um, and uh, another person said, it's a period of doubt. He's questioning everything. Well, you know, if you if you become if you turn 40, uh, then it's time it's to question. It's part of life, yeah, I guess. <laughs> 40 years But do, do, you, do you think, I mean, why is French media hitting so hard on this is there i mean is there actually a reason to believe that that the french president is exhausted or well, are they just, well, just it's, blowing it's, this it's, out it's of probably uh, an incredibly stressful job he's flying all around the world we saw that also with obama who was a very young energetic person when he became a president and very quickly was he got gray he hair had the right to take a take some time of off course, right? of course but i, I think The French media and the French maybe in general want their father figure to watch over them 24 hours a day. And, and the fact that the president is also an, a normal person I, I'm, uh, who sometimes needs some sleep and some rest. Um, I think they have it, uh, they find that difficult to, um, accept. But, but, you know, French media were also speculating about the fact that, um, um, he had a lot of, uh, political missteps the last couple of months. So he need to, recuperate from that and there's a lot of speculation and 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 you know um one of the reasons that he was taking rest this week was also the fact that after this uh, this weekend there will be like a week full of commemorations uh it will be uh, a century ago that the uh, first world war ended Uh, on Sunday the 11th, uh, there's a big ceremony in Paris with uh, Donald Trump coming, Vladimir Putin, a lot of world leaders. 
you might need to be rested for that, yeah, yeah, for that meeting yeah, with Putin and Trump. <laughs> absolutely. Actually, I, I will be there at the Arte de Triomphe on Sunday at 11, but um, nobody will probably notice me. But there will be a lot of world leaders. Uh, and he's traveling all around France in the next couple of week, uh, days because of the, all those commemorations, commemorations of World War One. So it's going to be a very hectic week. And, uh, well, he was in Normandy, or he is in Normandy as we record this, with his wife in, in Honfleur, a nice, charming uh, port for, for Parisians uh, to spend the weekend. And he uh, walked in the streets and he said, uh, everything's all right, don't worry. So maybe we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Vous écoutez So French. You are listening to So French. France has launched a nationwide investigation into several cases of babies being born with missing or deformed arms, especially in rural France, where abnormal rates of deformations were detected uh, in several regions of the country. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a strange story that has been in the French media for the last couple of days. Um, what do we know about the situation so far? Yeah, this is really a story. It's a mystery and it's sort of been grappling in, in, in French... Um, Public for yes, yeah, you say some some um, some weeks now. Yeah. Um, well, it's actually it started with about a, an, an alert uh, regarding seven children that were born in the same area within like a perimeter of seventeen kilometers, um, and they were all born they were between two thousand nine and two thousand fourteen, so within five years, and they were all born with a very um, specific syndrome which is like that the arms are not developing as they should it could be that the arm is too small uh, arms are too small or that the they're only half an arm it's at least a very specific syndrome now the public health uh, france agency so the authority in this uh, in these cases um quite quickly came to the conclusion that there was nothing strange about this at all and they closed Uh, well, they didn't actually open uh, a proper investigation at all. Um, so this was brought back into the light again. Now, this uh, recently, this very strange story came to the public attention uh, in back in early October, because there were several several reports of unusually high numbers of children born uh, with a very specific syndrome. It's their arms are either not developing at all, or They are too small uh, to what they should be normally, uh, and they noticed that these syndromes and these, you know, unusual numbers uh, in three different regions of France, and especially in one region where you had seven babies uh, born within the, the span of five years between 2009 and 2014, and they were all born in an area of a perimeter of like 17 kilometers. So it's a very limited area. Um, and then there are two other areas as well. There's one in, in, in Brittany and one uh, in um, and one in the in Loire Atlantic, which is south of of Brittany. Um, so doctors are now trying to look into this, but the whole scandal has also been that you know from there there's the public health authority at one point said that no, there is nothing strange about this. This is normal that you have this amount of, of uh, babies born with deformities while you have then other scientists saying that, no, this is like 
tens of times higher yeah. uh, numbers than the normal. And also there was the director of this health agency. She was fired because she was the whistleblower. Um, and now her, um, now she's not being fired anymore. It's being canceled. But of course, there's a lot of criticism that, you know, that the government is trying to cover up something, of course. Exactly. And then, and that they both been trying to cover up and then they've been not been trying to go, you know, to the bottom of these stories where, because of course, what do we know? What is the reason behind this? Well, for now, we don't know at all, but what they have excluded so far when they have been interviewing the mothers of these children is that it's not due to any drugs or drug abuse or alcohol abuse, um, which could be a reason for for these kind of uh, this kind of syndrome. Uh, but what they do know is that all these families and these women, uh, while they were pregnant, lived in a very rural area, and we do know that uh, pesticides are being used in a lot of the French agriculture. And of course, that is one of the fears uh, yeah. that, that the, the scientists and the families, of course, have that, you know, this would be the, the result of, of, of something coming from the outside. Yeah, yeah, of course. But that needs, of course, very thorough uh, scientific research. It could also be that it's just bad luck. Uh, that's what the government said in the beginning. In the beginning, uh, of course. Yeah. It could be, but I mean, in any case, this is the kind of, a uh, story that needs an, a thorough investigation. I think that most people would would agree on that. Yeah, and, you know, absolutely. And no matter yeah. what the the what comes out of the investigation, you know, it's, it's important to try to find out if there is uh, something from the outside that has uh, is the reason for this. Yeah, and and the children. French government was really reluctant uh, in the beginning, but uh, well, there was of course a, a lot of uh, media attention. People got angry, um, so now there will be uh, a scientific investigation, which will probably take about uh, six months. So in the summer of next year, we will know what's what's causing. Uh, yeah, I think we're exactly already in maybe over after Christmas somewhere okay. we could see the first results of this. Even though it's it will of course take a long, long time to to get the full report on what's going on. But uh, yeah, it doesn't look good. The French authorities, uh, health authorities, has taken a bit of a a hit uh, yeah. during this story because it really didn't look good when they were trying to sort of cover up. And Yeah, and this is not the first uh, time that these French health authorities are under criticism because the last couple of years there have been some scandals and every time the French health authorities were not really acting uh, as they should have. So, you know, it com- it's it's part of a, a long history of, of bad... Uh, bad reputation uh cases but yeah it's it's a very uh, of course very tragic story for the people um who are uh, hit by this uh, strange phenomenon um so within the next couple of months we will learn what has been happening here in these areas Uh, maybe you remember a couple of weeks ago we talked about a new uh, memorabilia shop, uh, or actually two. Uh, the Elysee, the presidential palace, announced it was launching a souvenir shop to raise funds to renovate and maintain the aging French presidential palace. Um, there were you could buy mugs with uh, with Macron, Brigitte, and all kinds of president. Uh, well, what else did it say? It was made in France. Yeah, and, all of that. and red, you know, blue, white, and red things, and very fancy, pretty expensive as well. Yeah, and at the same time, yeah. uh, the, another shop was launched. 
A funnier. Uh, you must say funnier. Yeah, yeah, we did talk about that too. It's called the Inlisi. <laughs> uh, and uh, less Macron flattering, I think we could say. Um, the parody, this parody uh, shop sells cups and t-shirts and other uh, stuff, of course. Uh, but it using uh, infamous quotes from <laughs> Mr. Macron, who is known as the franc parleur or the straight-talking president. Um, some of them, of course, is uh, um, je coûte un, un pognon de dingue, which has sort of been... Yeah, pognon de dingue, a crazy amount of cash. Uh, uh, yeah, crossing the street, we talked about that as well. And uh, he, he spoke to a, a, uh, a an unemployed young gardener who said that he didn't find a job. And then Macron said, well, if I cross the street, I will find you a job immediately. So that's on a t-shirt as well. And actually... Uh, it became more of a joke because this shop is actually quite successful. It is. It works really well. They have 3,000 online commands have been made uh, and they made 30,000 euros. Not bad. That's for the a benefit joke. so far. Yeah. It's not bad yeah. at all. Um, and this shop also is in for a good cause. Uh, the money will be given to three charities working with migrants and homeless people. Uh, oh, so that's, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So, well. <laughs> It's it's not as quite as popular as the original official Elise store though. They they had in a couple of days already over three hundred thousands of goods uh, euros of goods sold. But uh, yeah, so this is actually a joke uh, that turned into a, a charity, and uh, of course the charities are very very happy with that. And and the, the shop says that they are dreaming uh, that one day Emmanuel Macron will become their um, their the godfather of the store uh <laughs> i think know. we will see him with, uh, so <laughs> with the, one of their t-shirts yeah but you know? uh, yeah so you can 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 order uh funny stuff it's uh, the address is enliseboutique.fr um with parodies on the products of the official store of the elise but we'll put the link on our website uh, sofrench.news Well, Sarah, do you remember this speech of Emmanuel Macron? We will succeed because we are fully committed. Because wherever we live, whoever we are, we all share the same responsibility. Make our planet great again. Thank you. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> how, <laughs> yeah. could I, how could I not remember uh, the French president? just newly elected, actually, yeah. promising to make our planet great again. Yeah, it was, of course, a reaction to Donald Trump's withdrawal of the Paris Agreements. And indeed, it was the 1st of June 2017, so he was only like three weeks a president, and he immediately became uh, a worldwide phenomenon because yes. he took the leadership in the fight against climate change. There was even a website launched, makeourplanetgreatagain.fr. Uh, well, that was an one and a half year ago. Um very nice stunt, but more words than action, unfortunately. Yes, yes because, well, Macron then took um, over after uh, François Hollande, who was the one who uh, was the president when the famous Paris Accords uh, were signed, the COP21 Accords uh, signed here in France. Uh, 197. You were there. 
I was. I was there. It was a yeah. very historic moment yeah. and I very well remember the, the signature of the of the accords. So, yeah. no, so it was a big moment for the world, I think, yeah. and for everyone involved and and uh, trying to to save this planet. Uh, 197 countries signing this uh, agreement has since then been a withdrawal from by the US, of course. Uh, but now, well, a couple of years later, uh, doesn't look like countries are very much li- uh, you know living up. To, no. to these accords, according to the World Resources Institute, very few, actually, uh, of the signatories of these uh, these accords actually have adopted policies that will allow them allow them to um, to cut carbon emissions uh, as necessary to to actually limit the rise of rise of uh, temperatures to well two degrees, but hopefully one point five degrees. Um, among them, uh, these countries uh, that are living up to or have adopted some kind of policies are Norway, mm-hmm. which is, a, I think we can... Strange, because they're earning a lot of money with uh, oil. oil. And if yeah. we're talking about fossil, trying to phase out <laughs> yeah. the fossil fuels, or I don't know if Norway is the, the best one. But anyways, no, but apparently... The, you know, I had lunch with the Norwegian ambassador a couple of weeks ago, and I, I pointed this out. And he said, yeah, but we're using this money to make the planet uh, greener um and he didn't really grasp the 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 well, irony said, of it but yeah <laughs> indeed but norway is, norway, norway is, is on, on the list, list. Yeah. montenegro is on the list macedonia canada costa rica costa yeah. rica um japan yeah apparently well a bunch of countries 16 not that many though yeah but none of the european union countries incredible and not, not france no so the country of mr make this planet great again it's not even uh, living up to its promises. Um, that's and the, I think the environment policies has been, I mean, it's been a, the issue of the environment has been a, a tricky one for Emmanuel Macron. We remember the uh, exit of the Nicolas Hulot, the former yeah. then, uh, environment minister. Uh, because he was angry that it was going too slowly yeah, exactly. and that the lobbyists had too much access. Yeah. And, uh, but it's very difficult. I mean, and these days there's a lot of uh, anger in France about the rise of the uh, the gas for cars and there will be a big uh, uh, demonstration in a couple of weeks i think uh people driving diesel cars and and you know p- polluting the planet so it is pretty um difficult to do something uh, and even after this extreme summer we've had a lot of rainfall in the last couple of weeks floodings uh even deadly victims um well it's 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 doesn't really work to to do something about climate change but uh so uh but france is not alone uh 181 countries uh out of the 197 do not respect uh the paris agreement so bad news for uh france and bad france, news for the world the planet yeah absolutely Now that wraps up this edition of So French. We hope you have enjoyed it. Please follow us on Twitter. It's at So French News. And you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and on YouTube. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes. Uh, please leave a review. Uh, that way more people will find us. And if you happen to be in Paris, you can listen to us on air on World Radio Paris. But Watch out, we've changed the airtime. Uh, as per this week, we're there every two weeks on Monday at 12.30 p.m. and 8 p.m. and reruns on Wednesday and Friday at 5 p.m. 
And if you like French music, check out our free playlist on Spotify, which we update regularly. Just search for So French Music or click the link on our website. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of So French. Hope you will join us then. Thank you for listening. Au Au revoir. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.